Your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. A couple of... Uh... Of us, I say us, Jamie and Choice are getting the blame for yesterday's loss. Bullfighter says he blames it on Choice. He said, and I quote, we haven't lost a non-conference midweek game yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then somebody else says it's your fault for mentioning what happened last year. Yeah, I did did bring that up in the ninth. (laughs) That it was the exact same score. (laughs) Or it could be, I mean, that we had lost 11 to 10. Last year it was a three-run homer yeah. to walk us off, eleven to ten. But I did mention to Jeff that it was. I even asked, "Do you feel like this is a bad time for me to bring up the fact that it's <laughs> ten to ten lost on a walk-off homer here in New Mexico last year?" He agreed that it was a bad time. <laughs> it was a bad time. <laughs> Two batters later, he really agreed. Really agreed with you. Yeah. Okay. I mean, oh. I, I hate to say this, Jamie, but it would have been a better story if it was, you think it would be a bad time for me to mention this? Pow! Yes, yeah. I think it would be a horrible time for you to mention yeah. that. Well, I was, I was keeping track of the game. I was listening as I was going around town yesterday. Then I got in my office and I was doing some work last night, and I kept looking for the score and looking at the score and looking at the score and we're, we're doing okay here. Then it cut, then they give up a run. They couldn't you know, get tied again. Then and then uh, and then I looked right before I walked out of the uh, my office and went, oh man, it happened again. It's like eleven to ten. I'm like another another one. And I'm like oh, it's just you know I felt for you at um, oh, was, for me. I was, well, I mean just you know the, the the everybody you know felt for everybody. Mm. Uh, this from Juan. JL, I appreciate the Facebook Live sneak peeks to see you guys calling the game. I've heard you describe how you all literally sit out with the crowd. Believed you, but to see it is just crazy. Thanks to you and Hex for the great calls for the games. That, that from our friend Juan. The weather was actually pretty nice yesterday. Oh, good. We didn't have any. Good. I wondered how it and was. And they fixed their, fixed their speakers. So, okay. So it wasn't um, blaring right in your ear? Yeah, we could actually hear each other. Oh, okay. That's nice. So That's nice. We, we didn't have... Too much complaint yesterday. Okay. Did the hot dog man come by for you? or I mean... I mean, when you got 100 people in the crowd, you can just get up and get go get your own hot okay. dog. Okay, I didn't know if they had somebody that came through going, hot dogs, get your hot dogs. That could be my retirement job, Jimmy. Although, carrying that thing is very... It looks very heavy. Well, you could pay somebody else to carry it. Oh, I could just be the barker? It's kind of what... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could just be the... I could be the the guy, you know, yeah. you know, kind of. Well, they could just record you saying. Oh no no that. no! Oh no! It'd be much more. See, I th- see that would be a bad idea. I mean, you'd see somebody you knew, and you'd stop and <laughs> start chatting. Meanwhile, the dogs would be getting cold. <laughs> would well, they be in a People's section over would be like, I'm hungry. <laughs> be, Can we get that guy? There'd be, there'd, be, there'd be somebody up going, "Hey, what are we doing?" <laughs> Somebody tell yeah. that guy to come over here. See, because like back in the day when I'd go to a, you know, there'd be some, you know, go to, go to a game and there'd be a guy that you needed to buy a beer from and be another guy you'd who who would sling the peanuts from you know one section to another. There's always one of those guys at a ballpark, right? Mm-hmm. There's always a guy that's you know worked there for you know 72 years and he can still sling it from section 102 to section 222 in the upper deck or whatever. You, know, you got some kid hanging over the rail and 
mom's hanging on the back of his pants so he doesn't fall over and you know tony the peanut man is gonna sling him peanuts i think you're probably joking a little bit but i have actually thought before a lot of times when i'm sitting at tech baseball games and looking around to think man i think it would be fun to to as a retirement job, just work at a ballpark doing yeah. being an usher. Right. I, I wouldn't want to carry around drinks or hot dogs. No. So that uh, would hurt my neck so bad. Sure, yeah. sure. But um, it's kind of be one of those. You, you know the biggest problem for me? What's it? You'd want to watch the game? No. You'd have to talk to people? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I constantly am looking at those guys that are usher at Texas Tech games. Uh-huh. And I'm like. Those blue shirt the, shirts. The blue shirts. It's I not going to match a tech hat. I mean, right? I was waiting for that. I mean, those light blue shirts. I mean, I'm thinking to myself, how would I get a tech hat that, had, that matched that? I don't know how I'd make that work. Right. No, I. I and of course, I. You know, I'm not going to do it if it doesn't right, match. Right. Right. So. It's so funny that you bring up the blue shirts because in Fayetteville on on uh, Friday night, some guy was wearing the bright yellow, and I'm like, do they always have these? Bright shirts. I had that, that thought. Well, there's a reason. They, yeah, you, right. you need them to stick out. Stick out, right? Yeah. No, I got it. I, I understand, but it's like yellow. Why is it always yeah. yellow? Because yeah. I was like, the ushers at tech games can't wear red, black, gray, white because they didn't <laughs> right. just blend in with everybody else. <laughs> are you an usher? Or are you? There's a reason they're wearing what's, light blue, and they're your, not going to wear orange here? or maroon because yeah. you know they're right. not stupid. Right. So right. you're we're kind of limiting on colors. Luckily, here. we don't play yeah. UNC a whole bunch. Uh, this is very, very nice. Very nice. This person says, I don't hate baseball, but never followed it much. Jamie makes me want to love it. Baseball superstitions are crazy. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you. That? I'm glad that I, I make you want to follow. It's, uh, Shelly it's says, a relaxing sport if you, yeah. if you are, if you are into just kind of moseying along. Yeah. I agree okay. with you. If you're about the... Fast-paced sports like basketball or whatever, mm-hmm. or hockey. It's it's a completely different deal. You got to It's it's almost like one of the things I always liked about when I played golf is that it's not on a it's not on a clock. Sure. It's also a negative thing and like, hey, when are you going to be home? I don't really know. Depends <laughs> how many swings I take, and I take a lot. Okay, but you're just out there and you just you get my money's worth. Yeah, yeah. I'm right. just, you're just out there, right? So it's an enjoyable part about golf. Well, baseball is the same way. It's not really on a clock, even though they're trying to change everything now. Right. Okay, it's not really on a clock. So sometimes it's fast, sometimes it's short. Don't know. And maybe that's what part of my problem is. When last time I went to a major league game was just I like the mosey and along aspect of it. I like the the leisurely pace between innings, you know, or, you know, not always having to have something going on. I, I do appreciate that about the tech games. I think, I think you still get that. I mean, there's, there are some games that are played or things that are done, but I think there is a, a moseying about it. You know, when you're, when you're, when you're there at the game and I, and mm-hmm. I've, I like that, you know, where you, you know, see the guys go out there and kind of grate the infield and change the bases and, you know, just kind of a, see, that'd be another great retirement job. I want. I would want to be the guy that w- the white hat that would just be kind of directing everybody. I would want to be the guy with the hose. Okay, yeah, that's, that would be pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shelley says his first job was at the law waitressing for the crickets. Mm. Summer I was fifteen, slinging peanuts and hot dogs and drinks. Very fun retirement plan, Jail. Sweet. Okay. Uh, I want to get to the basketball because uh, last night and. We'll probably talk some more about this. Uh, North Texas beats Wisconsin 56-54. He, it looked he, like that's what was going to happen. No, it didn't. Um, it, it didn't. But how about the defense of North Texas? Jamie, no Wisconsin points 
in the last 908. None. Wow. I mean, they were up, they were up 54 to 46. Now, they 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 missed some bad shots and they had a they had a chance to tie at the end. Uh, they had an inbound play and they made one too many passes in the in the paint because uh, they tried to sling it around a guy who just wasn't didn't think it was coming, but it was because of the North Texas defense. So, man, I, I was really impressed with with how they kind of handled things. And then, you know, they had a Wisconsin had a guy that missed two free throws, uh, but they fouled the right guy, um, and they kept him from making a layup. And then he went to the free throw line and, and missed uh, two free throws with 50 seconds to go that could have tied up the game. So North Texas wins their 30th game of the season against seven setbacks. They advance on now to the NIT championship game, and that'll be on Thursday. And so here's the crazy thing is three weeks ago today, three weeks ago today, Texas Tech was playing in the Big 12 tournament. And after that game, Mark Adams, who had been suspended by Kirby Hocutt, announced that he was resigning, and it was a settlement between the university and him. Um, and while you didn't necessarily think that somebody's going to be named the head coach by the end of the weekend, generally those things have only lasted about a week to ten days. For In this day and age, for a Division One basketball or football coaching job to be open for three weeks, even though we can say it's not open, yeah. because Grant McCaslin is going to be the coach, but he's just not able to... They're just not able to do anything publicly yet, or haven't. Um, but when and, you know the backstory, it's not yeah. crazy. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. You just you hope that he's able to kind of or somebody's able to kind of work with the existing players or work on the, the guys that are in the portal because it, it's time to get right now. And I'm sure that that's going on. It's just uh, it's just interesting how this has all kind of come down this year with this particular hire. So they'll play on Thursday for the NIT Championship. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. one for this. The 63rd Grand National, which is a horse race, mm-hmm. jockey Arthur Nightingale wins his third Grand National aboard a 9-to-1 shot Gurdon in a howling snowstorm. Wow. <laughs> Where was this? Uh, I'm not sure where the Grand National is. Okay. I think it's in New York, but don't quote me on that. That makes sense, especially since it was a howling snowstorm. Um, ni- 1941, the third NCAA basketball championship took place. Wisconsin beats Washington State 39-34. to 34. <laughs> Badgers forward John Klotz is named the tournament most outstanding player. 1947... In the 101st Grand National, a 100-to-1 shot, Irish outsider, Kulhud ridden by 35-year-old jockey Eddie Dempsey, wins by 20 lengths. What was the name? Uh, C-A-U-G-H-O-O. I mean, we come up with better horse names than that guy did. Well, this was, you know, 1947. They hadn't developed all the great horse names we've had yet. By the way, the Grand National uh, took place at Antry near Liverpool, England. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right around the corner from New yeah. York. Yeah. Yeah, it's just over the pond. <laughs> it, it lists here conditions very bad. <laughs> but it does say howling snowstorm. 
1976, the 38th NCAA Men's Basketball Championship took place. Indiana beat Michigan 86-68. to It's the first time two teams from the same conference mm. play in the title game. I could tell you a lot about this game in 1982 for the Men's Basketball Championship where North Carolina beats Georgetown 63-62. to However, mm-hmm. I feel like Jamie can do a better job. Um, Michael Jordan made the winning shot. Um, Eric Sleepy Floyd yeah. made a bad pass. Made a bad pass. Um, look to his right. <laughs> Saw a defender jump out in front of the, the guard on the wing. Okay, Then he looked away. Then he looked back and thought it was his guard to his right, but instead it was the defender. And so he just passed the ball to the other team. I think it was James Worthy. Was it? He was the tournament most outstanding player. Worthy was on the team. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Sam Perkins, MJ, Worthy, pretty pretty solid UNC roster there. No no question. And Jordan made a jumper with about sixteen seconds left ish, maybe. Mm-hmm. On the left wing ish. Yeah. And from that moment I was like, I like that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I like him. Because I hated Georgetown. I wanted them to lose that one so bad. Again, I could have told you, but Jamie would do it better. Uh, 1990. I have the phone book from North Carolina with that that next year Mm -hmm. that has that shot on the front of it. It's pretty cool. 1990. Akeem Olajuwon records only the third quadruple double in NBA history. 22 points, 14 rebounds, 13 assists, and 12 blocked shots against the Atlanta Hawks. Sweet. That's a game. I feel like Elijah Wan doesn't get the credit that he deserves for being one of the greatest ever. Mm -hmm. I mean, where does he rank in all-time great centers? Five or six. I don't feel like he's that. I think he should be lower than that or higher, whatever you want to say. I mean, he's definitely behind Wilt. I mean, to me, he's like in front of Shaq. Yes, I've got uh, – that's yeah. where the, the – So five, who are the other guys is. that are in front of him? I mean, Bill Russell with all those championships, I feel like you'd have he, to put him there. Russell, Wilt, Kareem. Kareem, and then you get into – Oh, man. Yeah, I just I, – I didn't see enough of Kareem because I'm thinking in my mind, man, I'll take – I'll take a Keem over Kareem any day. Oh, well, I would take Kareem way over Elijah Wan. I just never saw Kareem ever play a single bit of defense in his whole entire <laughs> career. All I saw was a a soft big. That's all I saw. Okay. I mean, maybe he was something completely I, different mm-hmm. to that before I was old enough to pay attention. And, and Dr. J? I think you I think you could also make. He's not a big. He was a he was a small forward. I think you could also make a case to a degree Elijah one above Wilt. Mm. Uh, only I, I Wilt love Elijah one. Wilt, Wilt, Wilt as an individual, but uh, but Wilt as a team player versus Elijah one. I think Elijah one had more success with his team than Wilt did with his teams. 
Yeah, but I mean, he he won a couple titles. It's not. Yeah. I mean, which is good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's not like he was Russell. He even won them in the Jordan era, which is something a lot of other players couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Granted, um, Jordan had to miss one of those years, but yeah, kind of. <laughs> no, he missed one of them. I, the one and one. a half. <laughs> one and a half. Did he play in the playoffs? He was there. <laughs> if he had been there for the whole season. <laughs> he wouldn't have made that bad pass. Somebody brings up Tim Duncan off the chat line. Um, I would rather have Akeem than Tim, but I'm willing to listen to the argument. I call Tim Duncan the greatest power forward of all time. Yeah, not, yeah. Not yeah I would agree with you on that. But, um, man, if you ask me Duncan or Elijah, that would be hard. They're both amazing, amazingly good. 1994, sad day for Cowboys fans. Jimmy Johnson quits being the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. And in 1999, the 61st, the 61st NCAA basketball championship took place. Connecticut beats Duke, 77 to 74. Huskies' first title in their first title game. It is. I'm going to mess this word up, and I had it earlier. Uh, National chiffon cake day. Yeah, that's right. You got it. You got Woo-hoo. it. I always know it's angel. It's chiffon. basically angel yeah. food cake. Yeah, you got it. it it's the, almost exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um. Ellen McPherson, 59. L, just L. Billy Bean, 61. Earl Campbell, 68. Mm. And Walt Frazier is 78. And on this day in 1973, two months after the signing of the Vietnam Peace Agreement, the last U.S. combat troops leave South Vietnam as Hanoi frees many of the remaining American prisoners of war held in North Vietnam. Americans direct eight-year intervention in the Vietnam War comes to an end. It wouldn't be until April 30th of 1975, though, that the last few Americans still in South Vietnam were airlifted out of the country as Saigon fell to the communist forces. And that is this day in sports history. Uh, This day in sports history. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, By the way, and it wasn't Sleepy Floyd that threw the ball to Worthy. It was Fred Brown. Okay, I always get that. I know wrong. I'm with you on that. I, I always I, get that I, wrong. I'm with you on that because um, I, I do the same thing. And I, I think I, you've corrected me on it before. To be completely honest <laughs> with you, well, I, I had to go back and look it up. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, Fred Brown mistook James Worthy for a teammate, passed the ball right to him. Worthy was then fouled by Eric Smith with two seconds to go. He missed both of his free throws, but with no timeouts left. John Thompson used his last one before the worthy free throw rather than set it up for a final play. Yeah, that was after Jordan That's made after the shot Jordan hit to the give shot, right. UNC the lead. But they were only up 63-62. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. Um, so, they, so I mean, that was, you know, Georgetown was. And, and in that um, final four, Houston was third, and Louisville uh, was uh, in the final four as well as Louisville and uh, Houston we're, we're part of that uh, 82 Final Four that was played in New Orleans. Okay. That ends, uh, like Jeff said, in, uh, on March the 29th. All right. Um, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. I did, I did have this thought last night, but I, I, I quickly kind of thought it away. Uh, washed up guy says, I wonder if Coach McCaslin would ever have second thoughts about leaving UNT. Other than big money, he has a great situation there. He's been very successful, but he's obviously a competitor and looking to coaching at the highest level. I'm looking forward to seeing him here. And I think for him, especially if they win, he's like, man, I've, I've kind of done all I can do here. 
I've built this program. We won an NIT. I'm in a conference where it's, for the most part, a one-bid league, although Conference USA is, has done very well in, in uh, the NCAA tournament this year. So it's not necessarily always going to be a one-bid league. It's not. I'm sure he's enjoying his time there. I'm sure he's loving this run. I don't think for a single second. He's, he's looking back. Questioning no, I, whether he should go to a Power 5, Big 12. No, it's just hard to leave With great facilities and money, yeah. all the money that's being offered to him. Yeah, I, I don't think he's rethinking that for a second. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Thank you for being with us today with Jamie Linton, Jeff McGuire, I'm Chuck Hines. High School Fan Zone tonight on 100.7 The Score. Coaches from Lubbock High Friendship and Lubbock Cooper will pay a visit. Uh, we're winding that thing down, I mean, because you, know, you get to the middle of May and, you know, it's basically over. Oh, uh, so we're know. like in the second week of high school baseball season. We still have to get past graduation, and you complaining fa- about them goes, missing it. It goes fast, though. Yeah, I mean, we're in that last nine weeks of school, you know. So, I mean, you're 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 getting there. We still um, have to get past graduation, though. So you complain about the baseball players not being able to go. Wow, man! <laughs> like we've got check marks. We haven't gotten to we all of them. We haven't gotten yet. to that check mark yet. No, that's that's fair. We have not gotten to that. To that check mark yet? Okay, I've got uh, two what I would consider to be really good conversation starters. One is sports related. One is a prediction from the National Weather Service. Which would you like? Um, sports related. Okay, sports related. I saw this the other day, and it, I just I thought it was I thought it was really cool. So it's a it's a great little great little conversation starter. Uh, Ted Hendricks. Um, played football. He's known as the Mad Stork. He was a four-time Super Bowl champion. He played in the NFL for 15 seasons with the Baltimore Colts, the Green Bay Packers, plus the Oakland and Los Angeles Raiders. He's a member of both the College and Pro Football Hall of Fame. He was a three-sport athlete at Hialeah High School in Miami. Um... He was also a All-America and two-time Miami Herald All-City Selection in football, and he was a basketball player. He led Dade County in scoring as a senior. He also played on the baseball team, and his uh, teammate on the baseball team and on the basketball team was none other than Charlie Huff, the pitcher. Yep. Anyway, I just thought that was kind of cool. Okay. I just thought that was... I saw a picture of him and Charlie Huff together on the... Sounds like a really good athlete. Yeah, right. No question. No question. And, you know, but I mean, you just... uh, I don't know. I see those things with guys that went to, uh, um, you know, high school together or junior high together, elementary school together, and then they're they're, they're very successful pros. Both of them. Right. Right, right, in in two different sports, and you just would never put the two of those together. You wouldn't put those two guys together. Right. Anyway, that was just my that was just my point there. Um, all right, seven uh, eighteen this morning here on the morning drive. What was right. the weather related one? All right, the weather related one is, according to the National Weather Service, we will have no more hard freezes here on the South Plains for the remainder of this spring. Uh, the next hard 
freeze would be expected in in the fall. Hmm. And now we'll get a freezing day in May. Um, I totally messed that up, didn't I? Yep. The second one was way, way better than the first one, I thought. Historically, Mm -hmm. uh, the last freeze is around April the 10th. And uh, the National Weather Service uh, reports that there are no hard freezes in the forecast for the upcoming weeks. Okay. Okay. So can, see, that's you, a good one. You can plant the daffodils mm-hmm. if you'd like. Okay. So. <laughs> what? So you're at a party on Saturday night mm-hmm. and you're just walking up to be, you see somebody over yeah. there and you're like, oh man, there's, there's Bob. Oh, what can I say to Bob? What can I say to Bob? Somebody else wants to know. Hey, hey, Bob, (laughs) did you know that the National Weather Service says that there are no more hard freezes coming for Lubbock? Well, you would probably do something along the lines of, uh, you know, there's Bob over there. and Hey, Bob, how you doing? I saw you mow the yard today. Hey, you know what? You can go ahead and plant those daffodils. Tell Sue it's okay to get them out of the garage because... I'm hearing that there's no more hard freezes for oh, the rest okay. of the spring. Oh, See, this horrible. is also how we know this didn't happen because Chuck doesn't remember meeting half the people he's met. <laughs> <laughs> so he's not going to remember his wife's name is Sue. Mm-hmm. Well, there's mm-hmm. a little bit of truth to that. I mean, if he's famous and important in this city, he'll remember. <laughs> oh, man. You're just an average Joe, man. That is so unfair of you. Sometimes I just remember when you used to get our producer's name wrong all the time. That was I know, really that funny. was really good. That yeah, was, that was that was great humor. Was, I thoroughly enjoyed that. That's great. That's great humor. The oh, best part goodness. is when I would fill in for said producer, he would get my name right. Yeah, it happened to me yesterday too. I I I, I you got my call. name right yesterday. No, 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 no. I, I met this gal and I was setting up an appointment with her and I said, uh, I said, okay. Um, I said, Carol, she's like, Carol, I'm like, isn't your name Carol? She's like, no, it's Misty. And I'm like, oh, geez. <laughs> she goes, where'd you get that? I go, I thought you were, cause I'd seen the name Carol on this, on the, on the office door or whatever. And I, Anyway, I got it. I got it mixed up. I said, "I'm I'm sorry." She goes, "That's all right. It's okay. It's no big deal." She didn't didn't bother her at all. Uh, somebody <laughs> says this. Uh, thanks to the hard freeze jinx, there, Chuck. Uh, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> By the way, I just want uh, the person who to know who who made the prediction on the Yates Flooring Center chat line yesterday that I captured that. And I have written it down in the big book, okay? And so I've I've written it down for the Friday before we play at to Wyoming, and then I'll we'll recapture it. But somebody said yesterday, you'll be watching that game in the fourth quarter in Laramie at probably near midnight, and remember this text. That game will not be straightforward and will get weird. Okay? So I've I've made myself a note. I've left myself uh, the picture on my phone, and we'll we'll revisit that the Friday before we play Wyoming in the fall. Okay. Okay. And then the Monday after. Okay. Okay. See if that person. We'll see if that person is right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Chuck, you plant daffodil bulbs in the fall for spring blooms. Okay. Thank you, Green Thumb. 
Um, you know, it's just the first thing that I could think of was daffodils. And they're just trying to help you get yeah. your uh, we we don't your plant, talking points ready. No, there's no plants at my house. Uh, this Chuck, we we're still venting about the baseball team. Okay, at least you didn't call her Karen, right? Yeah, that was smart. <laughs> that was smart. <laughs> the weatherman saying there will be no more hard freezes at this point in the year is like a weatherman saying there's a ninety percent chance of rain, but it's already sprinkling. Wow, a little salty this morning. Everybody is. <laughs> I get it. Uh, let's see. Pitching has been bad for years. It is what it is. Doubt it. Look back and tell me where I'm wrong. Bridges and Blessy will be some good bullets in the bin. Boy, uh, the the loss of Bo Blessy is. I mean, just because of the. You know, you're still struggling to figure out who your Sunday starter is. Mm-hmm. Starting, uh, struggling to get some consistency there. Um, that's that's been really rough. And then um, just the way it's, you know, the dominoes effect when you take a starter out of there. Okay, well that means you take a bullpen arm, move him into a starting role. And mm-hmm. um, you know, I think we talked about before the season that you had a lot of depth in your. In your lineup and your in your fielders and all that, and it just feels like the depth hasn't been quite as good so far with um, with your pitching staff. Guys have moved roles, and I mean, it's just I don't want to put too much on it, but you know, Beckel not being there last weekend just really hurt you. There's yeah. there's no way around it, and and he probably I'm guessing would have been used yesterday as, as well. So, um, you know, when guys get pulled out of there. Guys, you know, different guys have to, to step up. And unfortunately, especially last weekend, just nobody stepped up. Yeah. Nobody did, really. And and that was disappointing. You needed need somebody to come through. And it just feels like collectively as a group right now, your bullpen is really struggling. What do you think, um, just from a team standpoint, that Coach Tadlock's the most frustrated about when he, when he looks at his team over the last, let's just say, four or five games? Um... Hmm. Most frustrated about is it the lack of competitive at bats? Is it no, not no. moving, not moving runners when you've had the opportunity to? Is it mental mistakes? Do you think? Is it? I, don't, I mean, do you have any? I mean, there's. I don't. Have I don't think it was the mental you. mistakes. There's been a couple. There's no question. A guy who didn't tag up correctly in one of the games over the weekend. A guy who stepped off the bag and got tagged out over the weekend. Those are mental mistakes. Um, I would say just collectively, he's probably the most bothered by that they haven't been able to pitch it well. That would be my guess, but that's okay. a guess. Seven twenty-five. Jamie's question of the day is next. Your thoughts, comments, Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to the Double T ninety-seven three mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. Visual Edge IT hotline open as well this morning, all morning long. And uh, into the afternoon as well with Tech Talk here this afternoon with Aaron Dickens and Dr. Mike Gustafson. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. What you got? All right. Today's question Is right up your alley. Oh, boy, I love it. A little bit more difficult for someone like myself, but I think it's right up your alley. Okay. Okay. Kind of take that as a compliment, I think. (laughs) I I don't know. We're just different people. Right. No, that's good. That makes it interesting. Fascinating. Fascinating. Delicious. All those things. Oh, boy. (laughs) 
Okay, so uh, my question for you today, mm-hmm. Chuck and Jeff and our fine listening audience. We all expect that Grant McCaslin will be named your next head men's basketball coach here in the next couple of days, next mm-hmm. few days. Mm-hmm. Whether that's Friday or Monday. Monday or Saturday, I don't I don't know. What do you want to hear from him in his opening press conference? I I want him to talk about how his team just won the National Invitational Tournament Championship, but his goal at Texas Tech is to not only play on a Monday night, but win on a Monday night and hang a big banner at that north end that says National Champions Texas Tech University. That's what I want to hear. I came here to win it all. Okay. I I kind of want to hear this. Chuck on some jacket. You want it? It looks good, man. Here's my business card. Thank you. Let me know how I can help. I will. Because we've we've taken care of one, now we can take care of the second one. I mean, you know. We've got a nice little tradition here going, and it worked out really well in the first year. <laughs> Why mess up a good thing? Okay, so um, I've heard that he doesn't have that level of uh, excitement, but I've heard that he's very, very passionate. No, I need him complimenting your jacket. I, know, I don't think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. That probably would be the most entertaining thing from the press conference, because yeah. you know I'm not really a press conference guy. Um, okay, so speaking of Joey McGuire, Joey McGuire has told us as a fan base that he wants to, and for the most part, I think he's done that. He wants to be able to use the transfer portal, but he wants to bring in guys that are from the state of Texas mm-hmm. that went elsewhere and now want to come back or guys that are already in the state of Texas. He wants Texans. He wants people that want to be here. I think that's really cool. I think it's probably hard for him to do that with every single guy. I mean, if there's a quality guy and he's yeah. originally from Oklahoma and you you know you need a defensive tackle, you're like, okay, come on, Oklahoma's close enough, right? Or, yeah, because he's what? already kind of done that. You're from Washington and you're a five-star defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Washington's close enough to Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever, right? Plus, he's got more players to deal with than a basketball coach. Okay. I would like to hear from Grant McCaslin, and I don't think my answer is going to be popular with a lot of people. I want to recruit people and players that want to come and play for Texas Tech. Not they want to come because we're paying them this much money. I want people who want to be at Texas Tech, who want to add to the tradition of what we've put together over the last five or six years where we're a quality basketball program. Mm -hmm. We want to come play for the Red Raiders and play in front of that crowd and have a passionate fan base behind them. That's why they want to be here, because they know they can win here. They can play in the Big 12. They can have a lot of fun playing in front of great crowds, have an awesome fan base behind them, and play at Texas Tech. Not because we got donors that will pay them this this X amount of money. That's what I would like to hear. I I want guys who want to play for Texas Tech. That's a great answer. You're you're exactly right. that's, That's a that's you're spot on. 
Uh, we don't need guys that are just coming here for the money. We need guys here that are coming for all the other things. And, oh, by the way, you're going to get some cash lean as well. Yeah. But coming coming here, the most important thing is I want to be here. I want, I want to be here. I want to be here. I want to play for this coach. I want to play for this team. I want to play for this town. I want to play for this fan base. And I'm not looking to leave uh, as soon as I get here. Yeah. Um, uh, I think I think you're I think you're exactly right. Well, but we all know in reality, you probably got to got you got to probably recruit some of the guys that are only here for the money. Yeah. Um. And unfortunately, that's just that's that is just the way it is. <clears throat> that is just the way it is. Um, because I I like how I feel like Joey McGuire mm-hmm. has brought in guys that he feels like have an appreciation. For the state and Texas football and, um, you know, high school football in this state and just what football is to this entire state that is engulfed in love for that sport, you know? Mm -hmm. And, I I mean, I want basketball players that are not just here for the money. It just feels like in recent years we've just had guys that were – it was – you know, and they were here for a paycheck. Yeah. I, I remember him saying this, and this a texture reminds us of this from Coach Dykes. He says, Spike used to say, you got to beg them to come. you got to beg them to play. Yeah, um, well, now we're not begging. We're just paying. Right, right. Uh, this, oh, man, dot, dot, dot. You couldn't have picked a better question for Chuck. He slobs over opening press conference. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I honestly think he dreams about them. <laughs> dreams about them. Uh, I agree, Jamie. The guys that came just for NIL last year were complete busts. Um, this, is that why Coach Gerlich hasn't been able to get over the hump? She hasn't had the extra incentive of a new jacket. Mm-hmm. Uh, she you know, made it to postseason play for the first time in 10 years. I mean, you know, I mean, you can, you can, you can say what you want. She's also but, got a really nice jacket. You know, she's got a lot of really nice jackets. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever seen her wear the same one two times in a row. Hmm. I mean, he's, a, he's got a pretty big wardrobe. <laughs> I, mean, I did 33 of the 35 games, and I'm not sure that there was the same thing more than two different games this year. I'm not keeping track, but I'm not sure. This is the hard-hitting analysis you only get on the morning drive. Right. Uh, Jamie's answer wins for me. Uh, this were the toughest, most competitive, hardworking basketball team in the country. Um. I do have one person that agrees with me, thousand percent agree. Jamie's answer was the best, though. He, he's exactly right. Uh, this, I want him to say, we will be the toughest team in the nation. The team was missing that toughness last year that we are used to. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I and I think you answer. will see that. I mean, if you've watched any of these NIT games uh, and how they play defensively and how disciplined they are in terms of knowing where they're supposed to be and staying not only true to their offense but true to their defense, and you know, denying people. Whether it's pain opportunities or denying people, you know, I mean, there was a shot block uh, last night late in the game that was just absolutely crucial. And then, and then even on the last play, where there's this kind of wild kind of pass behind this guy's back to try to get it to another big who wasn't expecting it, because I think the one guy who got it who got it in the paint should have put the shot up. He might have been fouled as he was going up. Then he would have had to hit free throws to tie it, but. The ball was loose over there in front of the the bench uh, for Wisconsin, and you had two North Texas guys diving on the ball before the Wisconsin guy could get to it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that 
again, I was really, really impressed with um, defensively how that team played and how, I mean, they denied them. They, they didn't score a field goal in the last nine minutes of the basketball game. And they were up by eight at that point and couldn't, and didn't even come close really to scoring. Um, they had a couple of free throw opportunities that they missed. So, um, let's see. Somebody says this, Bobby Hot Dogs. Hopefully, Coach Gurley does not ever shop the same rack as Coach Mulkey. Could and, not <laughs> agree more. Yeah. Man, what is going on? With that? <laughs> I don't know. She made the final four. What's going but... on the other day? Yeah. yeah. Goodness. Can you scream looking for attention anymore? Mm. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. Goodness, I don't think so. Goodness gracious. Uh, somebody says this one thing for sure. He'll be exhausted when he arrives here. Now, I would imagine he would get. Um, I would imagine you're right, but I would imagine he'd get energized pretty quick um, once he gets you know a couple of nights sleep because he's going to have a lot of work to do really really quick. But I mean, you're in the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. You know, you got a big job, got a big opportunity in front of you. Going off of yesterday's game, tell him um, he can he. Live while he's alive. He can sleep when he's dead. Yeah, okay, I'll tell him that. Yeah. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Sure, I've gotten on this monkey's fix this morning. I mean... Somebody lit a fire yesterday. Lit a fire. And then walked out. Who? <laughs> okay. And I'm not throwing any names out there. Okay, Chuck Hines. But, uh... Somebody lit a fire yesterday, okay. All right. and it was in the 8 o'clock hour, and several people thought I needed to come back with the monkey's intro, because, mm-hmm. you know, that person walked out. Got, why well, walk out? Well, what did I, you do? Why, did you do cartwheels? I, did you skip out? I did, I, did, I did walk out, but I mean, when you said walked out, man, it seemed like I left in a huff or something. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I, didn't I just... Yeah. Left. At least it wasn't a walk off. Walk off. <laughs> We've right. seen enough of those lately. I, right. I walked. I walked off. You know. He walked, walked off. He walked off the morning drive. I walked off the morning drive. Yeah. The problem uh, was it was in the top of the eighth, not yeah. the bottom of the eighth. Yeah. So yeah, we had to come back. Uh, Texas Tech Pro Day today for uh, football players over at the football training facility will get underway at nine forty-five this morning. Um, those participating include. Kosai Eldridge, Adrian Fry, Jonathan Garibay, Nelson Ambanasor. Ambanasor, yeah. Krishan Merriweather, Dimitri Moore, um, Gabe Oladipo, uh, Sir Roderick Thompson, Chadarius Townsend, Marquise Waters, Tyree Wilson on a limited basis, and then uh, Trey Wolf and Weston Wright. So the interesting, and then there's also Kenyon Blakenbaker, and I, I got to be honest with you, I. Don't think I've ever said his name out loud. Um, Blankenbaker. Blankenbaker. Yeah, Kenyon Blankenbaker. I dare you five times fast. Blankenbaker. 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 Kenyon. 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 Did you ever have? Did you ever have to do sentences in call in in uh, elementary school? Like. I will not interrupt, or I will not like write them on the chalkboard, or just did, like you, a, did I ever have to do sentences? Yes, like I spoke with them. No, I wrote, did you have to them down? as a punishment? Did okay, you ever as a have punishment. to punishment? Okay, I will not interrupt, or I will not um, talk out loud, or I will not 
something. Did you ever have to do that? I never did. You're forgetting. I I never got in trouble. That's true. I mean, I did, man. I and I learned. I learned what I would do is I would do like if I had to do fifty sentences, which seemed to be kind of the the norm, or maybe even a hundred. I would do the I I I I I I I I I no 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 talk or inter inter interrupt. You know, I would do them all. That's how I would do it. That's good. I seriously can remember getting in trouble once. Once. Like in, I don't remember if, she, if it was, she was a seventh grade teacher or an eighth grade teacher. And she, I had numerous times told her that my name was not James. Numerous times. You finally she had said, enough. She said something snarky to me mm-hmm. and called me James. And so I, her name was Miss Campbell, Campbell, uh-huh. Debbie Campbell. And I said, my name is not James, Deborah. <laughs> what grade was this? I think seventh or eighth. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. And I got taken out of the classroom and you're starting to act like your brother. <laughs> oh, that's straight. That's Deborah. all I needed to hear. Okay. That won't happen again. <laughs> yes, ma'am. That was, sorry. I think, like the most I ever got in trouble. Oh, man. It was that and the whole, if I had gotten- you know... When I got called to the office over the George Steinbrenner assassination. <laughs> if I had the, if I ever got to that point, my alligator mouth that would have gotten my canary tail feathers in trouble. Yeah. You're starting to sound like your brother. Did you get his name wrong too? Yeah. Would have been my immediate. Sure. Yeah. Right. Right. I, I mean, I'm. I, my brother was a hooligan, so I did not. And my brother and I were very different people. Still are. Um, I just had a. I think I still do have a smart mouth, but I am always the guy that gets in trouble. I've told you this, and I was. I was telling this story. I was. T- I was telling the story on the bus. We were going. I think we were going to the uh, arena, and we were just talking as we do. And I was like, and I was like, you know, I'm always the guy that gets in trouble. I can say. I can say I can talk for 59 minutes great about something and then like I'll have one little snarky comment and that'll be the comment that somebody heard. And this and this guy behind me, uh, behind Fink says, yeah, I can vouch for that. He goes, like the, the morning you were talking about the men's plane was bigger than the ladies plane. He goes, yep, yeah, somebody heard that and I got a call on that. And I'm like, no, you don't understand. He was he was just having fun. <laughs> it was like 20 seconds. 20 seconds comment that I made just, just, I was just being a little, I was just, just having a little fun with things. <laughs> and I, of course I got, I got my hand caught in the cookie jar and it did, didn't even know it. So yeah, that's, that's that, but that's, that's me. I know that. I know, I know I'm going to be the guy that gets caught. I'm the guy that always, like I remember in um, eighth grade, did, remember those big, are you the guy that always gets caught or are you the guy who puts yourself in that situation more than everybody else? No, I because it tends to be the people that don't get caught yeah. are the ones that don't do anything wrong. Well, there's there is that. Okay, <laughs> okay. that's a fair point. Okay, is, is fair it that point. everybody else is I doing it and be, not getting caught, or are you be, the only one doing it more than everybody? Okay, else? Okay, like I'll give you an example. Like I think was, I think this was I think this was eighth grade. Okay, the 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 like the the pins that they that you would use that had the little. Like the blue big pin, right? Just the disposable pin. Mm-hmm. If you took the innards out, okay, that the end off, and you took the the pin part out, and then if you if you wrapped a piece of um, like duct tape or just medical tape around where the air hole is, okay, and then you took a wad of a little piece of paper, put it in your mouth, and made a spitball, and then you took a coat hanger, it would be like a cannon, okay. If you and if you did it just right. 
It was like, and would go right to the chalkboard, okay? A lot of the fellows were doing it, all right? I then, of course, I take my pen apart and I'm starting to do it. And I'm trying to make it happen. And of course, Dr. Cravens walks in to the classroom. Good old and, DC. And, and unfortunately for Dr. Cravens, he lived right across the street from us. <clears throat> you know who didn't get caught? <laughs> Kids in the class that weren't doing it. I know. Gallant. <laughs> Gallant didn't get caught. Goofus did. Goofus, I'm the goofus. I get caught every single time. They didn't get caught. You would think that I would learn my lesson, but I have not. <laughs> I've repeatedly said the best advice I ever got from my dad. Yeah. There's three types of people in this world. Avoid Those, them all. <laughs> people that never do anything wrong. Right. That was really good. <laughs> That's actually a rule he follows, but that's not what this is. <laughs> that's, that's the rule I follow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the type of people that never do anything wrong, nobody likes them. Yeah, no, the, that's, the that's, people, that is the absolute truth. The people that do something wrong and never get caught, mm-hmm. and the people that do something wrong and always get caught. I, I'm the always get caught guy. And then my dad says, and because you are my son, mm-hmm. the chances are very high that you will be in the third category. Yeah. The key to life is to figure out which group you are in early yeah no i figured that out i just can't stop doing you know occasionally things wrong or misbehaving occasionally um i'm sure you saw this this is good news um not for baylor uh keontae george has uh, declared for the nba draft he looks like he's ready to me Right. <laughs> Me too. I, that dude can play. He's going to be a great player. I don't need any more evaluation. Yep. That dude, he's ready. You know, and good he is for... Uh, ready. I guess Scott Drew didn't have anything else better to do than to go to the uh, North Texas game. But good for him for supporting a guy that was on his staff for yeah, a number no, of years. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I thought that was really cool as well. I'm like... Because, you know, the first thing I, first time I saw him... I was like, what's Scott Drew doing there? Is he there to poach players? That's <laughs> probably what's going on. That's the first thing that I thought was that, probably he, some was, truth that, that he was there to talk to Tyler Perry as soon as that game was over if they had lost. <laughs> the other thing that I wondered, okay, this is a, the other thing that I wondered. I, that was interesting. I wondered if there were any Texas Tech people there with a plane fueled up. Mm. I just wondered. I wondered that. And, I, and then yeah, that wouldn't look suspicious in the crowd, would it? But then I said, then, <laughs> then I said to my wife, I go, you know, Kirby's way smarter than that. He's in a suite somewhere if he's there. He's not going to be anywhere near where they could get him on TV, and probably wasn't because they've there. never pointed a camera at a suite before. You know what I'm talking about? If you're a cameraman there, though, he's, or the producer, aren't you looking for it, those he's, guys? He's he would. not. At the game, he was not. He's at just the game. not at the game. He's not at if, the game. If, if they did have somebody with a plane, yeah. they're not at the game. And my guess is, my here's my my guess. Or <laughs> there's somebody that's unrecognizable. Because I've been so right on this. Because I've been so right on this, I'm gonna take one more shot at it. Okay. So they'll play Thursday, and you know I hope they win. Um, and I, I don't. I wonder if they'll wait. They'll have an announcement over the weekend. But I wonder if they'll wait for the, quote, formal press conference until Tuesday to get away from the national championship game. Or do you even worry about that? There's a part of me that says they won't even worry about that and just have it on Monday. I sure wouldn't worry about it. But Yeah. 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 Uh, somebody says this. Chuck McCaslin was on Drew's staff. Yes, I know that. Maybe he was watching his friend before his becomes his coaching enemy. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.